Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we've got a whole new analysis of kind of an annoying episode or an annoying contestant. Hey guys, I'm Renmardia. My name is Brendan. It's good to have everybody back for Matt Week 2. It feels like Week 5 with the drama that she brought. She's Because I feel like that was too early. It's too early to experiencing someone on such a high frequency of annoyance as she is throwing at us. She's she's going to be a flare. It's going to be hot and it's going to be gone. I mean, at least Corinne and um, who else? Luke I don't P. know. At least Corinne is the last one that I can think of that was like really... Um, at least they'd like it they kind of like it escalated not as fast as this. Yeah. This was like she was annoying last week when she got out of the limo, annoying with calling people a princess, and now she's just full, full blast annoying. So I hope that this flares and it just goes out. Yeah, same here, because this was definitely not the last forty minutes of this episode just weren't weren't fun. Yeah, it was rough for me. I'm not going to lie. Sarah needed to pass out in order for me to get back into it. Jeez. And even then, I was like, Sarah, really, though? What? I've been watching Bridgerton. I know what it's like for people to fake faint so they can get the attention of a man. Well, like, she didn't need the attention. She already had a rose. I know. It's true. But, like, so did the girl who fake fainted in Bridgerton, okay? That's what you do back in, like, the 1800s and 1700s. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No one's Fake seen show. The guy helps you out. You fan yourself with your little fan, and then you get to walk around town with him because he helped you out, and everybody saw him at the party. It's exactly what's happening right now. This okay. is just modern-day Bridgerton. Okay, well, I've never seen that show, and I doubt that I will. It's so good. I'm going to watch it tonight after this. <laughs> okay, I'm, just, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Whatever. Matt James is basically the Duke. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we start with the girls. They are showing up at the resort where they're going to be staying for the next few weeks. And this is, I every time a scene starts, I re, I take, keep telling myself, God, this is so much better than Palm Springs. Uh yeah. Not everybody is like super hot, as in like sweating their face off. And not everyone's saying in uh, the same Spanish. Uh, Spanish style cottage as everyone Nobody's else. like in the El Presidente suite. <laughs> Which wasn't even an El Presidente. It wasn't really even a suite. No, it wasn't. It was, like, it was just a small apartment. You know, you know if we ever show Matt's room, how much nicer Matt's room has to be than Tasha and Claire's room. Like, I honestly, here's the deal though. This episode, I will say, I kind of miss Tasha and her her dudes who knew who they were didn't yell and squeal at each other. Like they had drama, but they did not have a whole bunch. I told you this would happen no, with I, a I, bunch I, of younger girls. I disagree. I knew it. No, I disagree. Okay. Tasha's season was great. Tasha was great. The guys were great, but it became boring. What? I loved it. I loved Tasha's season. I, I want, I am here for petty drama. <sighs> I need it. Listen, I need the drama, but like not, 
not Victoria drama. This I don't is think she's gonna be here much longer. So I think I think you'll be okay. It just oh, I just feel like I watched grown ups fall in love, and now I'm like thrown back into preschool. You did, but it's okay. I, no. Yes, this is. Do you think, really think that Matt is gonna find love in this group of ladies? He thinks his his wife could possibly uh, be in this group. I think there's three wonderful options in this group of girls. Okay, Abigail, Bree, Katie. Katie is cool. Katie is growing on me fast. Katie is. I, I think, do like I her. think Bree. Katie and Abigail are mature and are ready. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and just like in any season, there's a few good choices. And I think those three are going to quickly rise to the surface. That's true. That's true. What do you think about Sarah? I mean, we'll talk about her one on one, but what I, do you think about her? I like Sarah. I think Sarah. It's going to be one of those girls where she's, unless she's falling in love, she's just going to leave because she's got too much elsewhere. Going on. Yeah. yeah. I think she's like, okay, I need to know now if this is going to be a thing so I can decide to leave or not. Okay. I could see, I could see that. Sarah seems, Sarah does seem a bit more mature as well, though. She's got her stuff together. I mean, she has, she went to college. She had, she had already graduated and started and was successful in her career and she'd already mm-hmm. quit to do something important. So yeah. clearly she's more accomplished so far than most of the women. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone this season is like a social media marketeer or marketer, marketeer, what is it, three musketeers, a social media marketer or a social media manager of some sort, AKA maybe an Instagram influencer. Influencer in training. <laughs> yes. Because 100%, that's what I would I would say. That's how I would market myself. Social media manager of my own account. <laughs> <laughs> Where I make lots of money selling tea. <laughs> okay, so the girls, they're, they're getting settled in, and then Chris comes and drops off a first date card. What I'm glad you... that Chris is doing his normal thing again. He feels like he's back in his, yeah. his, his groove. This is his time to shine. What do you think about them doing two one-on-ones and a group date this early? It felt, like I said, this episode felt a little weird to me. And I couldn't figure it out. Everything felt so, it felt like we were full, full speed now. There was no, there was no like, you know, um, on the roller coaster where you're going up the track and it's going a little slow. mm -hmm. You know, you just got on. You don't know what it's like. Like this, I feel like you hopped on last week and now it's boom. Like, we're going full blast. Yeah, I don't like the two one-on-ones and a group date this early. No. There's too many girls. Yeah, there's too many girls because there's a record amount of girls, right? Yes, there was a record amount of girls, and they did the, the, the stupid thing of there was girls that just didn't even get dates. Like, it would be so much easier to do two group dates and a one-on-one. Right, right. Like, I the whole episode, though, I was trying to figure out why it felt like a week three. Week three or four to me. Yeah, yeah. There were parts of this. I don't even know these people yet. So. Yeah. No, I get that. So uh, we get a date card for Brie, and it says, "Love it is an adventure." Okay. Yeah. And then Matt and Brie go outside, and they're gonna ride ATVs. ATVs are cool. Mm -hmm. I like those. Um, and then here I have 
Victoria is already frustrating everyone is assuming everyone is full of crap. Because everyone's like, oh, good for Bree. Go get that date. Enjoy your time. And then she's like, oh, you shouldn't be enjoying your time. If you're not with Matt, your life should suck. Yeah. Like, no, Victoria, God. you suck. Right. Gosh, like, it was the worst. She did My goodness. Like, also her. Usually someone like that takes some time to get up to that point. She's just like, I'm not on the date. I'm pissed. I'm going to act like I know him already. I'm going to act like I'm in love with him already. What? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to jump forward a little bit, Marilyn kind of felt the same way where she was like, you didn't even ask me out this week. I thought you didn't want me around. I'd be like, girl, there's third, There's like 23 of you. Not everyone gets to go on a date. Relax. Right. Goodness. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, it was just, I mean... The day was fine. They went ATV riding. Did you? Did they crash? And right. Okay. How worried was Matt James about? I love how I'm just gonna call first and last name him all the time. So be prepared, everyone. How worried was Matt James about what her mother would have to say about this? He brought up her mother more than any other girl on a date. This okay, episode. but also, he's already planning to meet her mother. Right. Like honestly, that's what I was thinking. Every, is, is that every, a subtle hint that Bree's already in the final four? Every word out of his mouth though was, oh no, what would your mom think? Okay, and then when they were on their date and he was like, he asked her, or he said something about how, oh gosh, I just thought, you know, like what like what explanation would I have to give to your mother? Like seriously. Yeah, he's and already he's already planning to meet her because, mom. Maybe it's because she it's only her and her mom. And, you know, like, and she told the story a little bit last week and then she really dived into the story this week. Um, so maybe it's because of that. But I was like, you are so concerned with her mom. If he kept bringing up my mom, I'd be like, she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> she's a cool lady. She's adorable, but she's not here. Let's not talk about her. <laughs> but <laughs> I love my mom for the record. I just texted her a bit ago. She's fine. She's great. Okay. Your mom's good. Okay. That's good. <laughs> uh, so then they go and they they get off the uh, the ATVs and he looks fine. She is caked in mud. Mm-hmm. He looks fine. Yes, that's another thing that I was thinking. I was like, why isn't he like what? I think it's like Splash Mountain when you go down Splash Mountain and the very the very first row doesn't get that wet because the splash mm-hmm. goes up and then back. So I think it went over Matt and onto her. I guess, because I noticed that same thing, though. But every time, even later on in the deeds, which I don't know how it happened to him, but a dirty date later on, he has, like, one mark here. Like, I say here, like, you guys can see me under his eye, but I don't know. I guess it just doesn't get dirty. Yeah, it was it was, it was was weird. I was, I was like, oh, why is he, like, looks really nice and still not caked in mud when she is most definitely caked in mud. Mm-hmm. But uh, they go and he decides. Obviously, you have to when you're chopping wood. What do you have to be doing? What do you have to do before you can chop wood, wood Ernie? What do I have? What? When you go to chop wood, <laughs> what do you have to do first? I don't know. You have to take off your shirt. Oh, of course. I literally. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, I don't know, Brennan. I've never chopped wood. Do I look like I've chopped wood before? Well, you have to take off your shirt. Well, uh, well, there you go. 
I love the look on her face. The look on her face when she was watching him. I tried to snap a picture of it. <laughs> like the look on her face was was so hilariously great. Like she was trying not to laugh. She was trying to take it all in. She was there in the moment, but she was also like, don't get lost in the moment. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. <laughs> right. Because I think in that moment, if he had been like, what's your name again? She would have been like, what? Nothing. So. Yeah, for sure. But uh, he chops off, she, he chops some wood inexplicably because they don't even, did they even light a fire? No. He just chops wood. There was okay. no reason for that wood to be chopped. And then they uh, sip champagne in a, uh, in a hot tub. Of course. And that's. Of course. And that was the day portion of their date. But. I mean, I mean it, it was fun. It was fun. It was very typical of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. I feel like that was a very. That was a very standard um, one-on-one that we witnessed. Yeah, yeah. And there was nothing special. I th- See, that's the thing, is I think that at least in the La Quinta, they had to be creative. Chris Harrison had to be at every stop where, like, while they scooter scooter around the park, you right. know? No, yeah, thing. no, there's definitely, there was definitely... Okay, I was about to say there, but there's definitely some benefits. That was the only benefit to yes. the La Quinta. But to me, I think that that forced creativity really made them shine, though. And it also made it more relatable because all of us are still in either quarantine or not hanging out with everybody anyway. So seeing this, seeing it function the way that it functioned during Claire slash Tasha's season, I felt like, it was a bit relatable because it was like, oh, okay, there's a hiccup in that world. There's a little bit of hiccup in this world. You know, things are not going to look normal. This season just feels a little bit too normal to me. It feels normal as in like they threw it way back. But like it's week two. That's true. That's so true. Let's, let's, let's give him time. You're basically like, you've been here five minutes. Stop complaining about the house. Yes. <laughs> It's been, we're only four hours into the season. I mean, it's true. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, guys. I think that the creativity is lacking because they just gave us a wood chopping hot tub date. But I digress. I mean, I don't, yeah. It, 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 It wasn't great, but... We're still we're still building up to it, and then really the important part of the day hadn't even happened yet. So I think they just had to show that they did something. That's true. But because there was a better part. Yeah. So we get back to the resort. Uh, Victoria is talking about how she's sick of the other girls already, oh, and gosh. everyone else is already tired of her. I just want to know the footage that they didn't show. Oh, they probably have mountains of hate footage. They There's probably created an entire two-hour episode at about of all the things that all the horrible things that everyone said about her. There's no reason. There's no rhyme or reason that this is happening this fast. No, she's it's got to be weird. a plant. Some people think she's a plant. No, I don't think so. I think she's just a bad person. <laughs> I hope so. I think she's just very aggressive and very insecure. Man, something's going on with that girl because to be unhinged that fast. Because we'll talk about her insecurities later mm-hmm. when she talks to Matt. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that those are shining through. Yes. But will he believe her? Or will he believe... Will he see them for what they are? 
eventually. Maybe not, maybe not maybe not next week, but definitely the week after that. Then I don't think she's going to make it. Past. Wasted all of our times, like Peter. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they meet back up for the dinner portion, and uh, we kind of get more of Bree's story. She tells us that uh, her mom had her when she was thirteen. I did not realize it was that young. That's young. That's younger than Lorelai Gilmore. And I also read that Bree's mother, younger than Claire. Okay, that just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. How old is Bree? I think she's like 23, 24. Okay. So, so the yeah. would be like 35, like, 36, 37. Yeah. That means, I, guys, I'm 33. I'm almost as old as Bree's mom. If you were Bree's mom, Bree would just be 20. Goodness. Whew. I mean, yeah. I could not have a 20-year-old child right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because you didn't have the first 19 years. That's part of it. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, she she says that she and during quarantine, she found out that her mom is pregnant and getting married. Yeah. And she just kind of feels like she's not really part of that family anymore. Yeah, that was a rough story. And what an interesting family dynamic, though. Like, when she said that, I was like, oh, wow. She's feeling a lot of things. Yeah. Like, that's very interesting. And that's so different than, like, so many family dynamics. You know, I, man, like, if my mom said she was pregnant right now and they were having another baby, like... I mean, I already have my sister, so, like, you know, she's two years younger than me. But, man, I, but it's, I don't know. It's got to be so different from going just you and your mom to now your mom has a husband that's not your dad. Yeah. And a sibling that's only your half-sibling. Because mm-hmm. what did she say that her, her mom never dated when she was growing up? Right. So, yeah, it literally was just them. And then, like, I... I mean, my parents are still together, and I have two siblings, so I don't know what that's like, but that's got to be weird to be like, okay, well, I'm an adult, and all I've ever had is my mom, but my mom's getting married again and having another kid, so just like, do I really fit in anymore? Right, yeah. When she was explaining that dynamic, though, I was trying to wrap my head around it, man. But I love, props to Matt, though, for not reacting, like, with bug eyes when she said her mom had her when she was 13. Yeah. Like he listened, he nodded, he wasn't like, What? <laughs> you know. So I thought yeah, that was I, that was good. I would like to think that I would not be bug eyed, but I think that I would be. I think I definitely would be like, excuse me. Whoa. Like, like there's a difference between thirteen and even like sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like sixteen or That's 17. what I'm saying. She's young she was younger than Lorelai Gilmore. Lorelai Gilmore was fifteen. I'm just saying, when she had Rory. This is this is like Man, the props are her mom for raising her, though. And she's not, like, she seems like a woman that has her stuff together. No, for sure. Absolutely. And then uh, she, they kind of bond over the fact that neither dad was super present in their life when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And how they both kind of gravitated to uh, homes with uh, bigger families so they could feel like they could be a part of something bigger. 
Yeah, I love that she totally was able to complete his sentence on that, though. Yeah. And she understood him. Yes. She totally got that. So I thought that was really cool. No, that was it was definitely a good conversation. And then it just kind of reinforces that this is what they do every year. Where mm-hmm. they, like, the person who's, like, the closest story-wise mm-hmm. to the league gets, like, a, gets, like, one of the first one-on-ones. Yeah. Who got the first one-on-one with Tasha? Brendan. Who was That's also right. who also That's had a divorce when from a marriage that was young. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you got the first one-on-one with Claire. Who was it? Jason. Who uses humor to hide his insecurities? Oh, that's right, that's right, man. But that one-on-one though, freaking broke Jason. Still mad about that. Yeah, well, Claire sucked. So, <laughs> next bachelor, Bree's mom. Oh wait, no, she's she's got a husband. Never mind. Right, <laughs> like the whole story is Brendan. <laughs> I forgot Can't the whole story. Is she's she's married now. <laughs> but uh. If yeah. she hadn't been married, though, what if that had happened? That would have been amazing. Her mom would be like, I can totally go on this show. Like, shoot. I'm not even dealing with this bachelorette ever. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. That would be insane. But, uh, yeah, they 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 kind of kind of bonded over the fact that they both had weird childhoods that kind of drew them to friends who had big families. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a good, I thought it was a really good conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I do really like Brie. She's level-headed. She's yeah. super pretty. Yeah, and she doesn't seem at all like... overwhelmed by this. Mm-hmm. No, she seems very even keel. Yes, like very, very even. So I wonder if that personality, though, because he, his personality seems the same—that he's very level. So, and part of me thinks that he needs somebody who's a little. Um, who has a little bit more of personality, not to say that Bree's not fun, but she, Bree seems to match his personality. Well, I think he's nervous still. Yeah, that's true. Because that's he was true. never, like normally we have a lead that's done this before. We don't have a lead that's done this before. That is true. That is true. So, so. I think that given time, we'll see more of the fun personality that we've seen on Instagram with Tyler. I mm-hmm. think we'll, I think that'll start to pop up more. All right. Uh, but we get back to the house. There's a day card. I tried to get all the names down, and I think I got them all, but we'll see. Uh, I didn't even try. <laughs> we have a day card for Chelsea, Serena P., Abigail, Sydney, Eliana, Kristen, Jacinia, Serena C., Kit, Kaylee, Kayla, MJ, Lauren, <laughs> Mari, Piper, Rachel, and Victoria. Who specifically did not want the group date. Nope. Which means she was 100% going to be on the group date. Oof, man. Whenever you see someone in the ITMs loudly professing they do not want to be a part of the group date, they are 100% the on the group date. Yep. Yep. Every time, watch out for it. But, uh, and then we get back to the group, the date real quick. Uh, Matt gives Bree the date roast because obviously. Okay. What if he hadn't? That would have been the biggest upset ever. <laughs> I'm just saying, it would have been super weird. I would have been like, wait, plot twist. He's just like, thanks for sharing your story about your family. Thanks for, you know, just being really relatable. I can't give you this rose. <laughs> right. Thanks for having a similar story to me. 
Uh, <laughs> only one of us can have a broken home and no father here. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave. No, sorry, girl. You're voted off the island. <laughs> you are the weakest link. <laughs> but, uh, and that's about it. They go and make out in front of fireworks. Of course. See, once again, the fireworks and everybody's at home watching and they're like, oh, I wish I was on that date. Wah, wah. I mean, Every time you look up in the sky when you're at home and you know that they're out on a date, it's like, well, there it is. I do like that they kept some of the, uh, oh, the girl, oh, the rest of the contestants had to see us on our date thing. I yeah. enjoy that. I enjoy that that's still a part of it. That is pretty funny. Like Sarah later when they when they fly by in a plane and they're like, oh, they're in a plane. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. sitting here in pajamas. I see the fireworks I would not be upset about. The plane, I'd be like, just send me home now. Like, <laughs> well, I love fireworks. I love a good fireworks. I love fireworks too, but a plane would have been so great. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel comfortable with small planes. I don't. I've never been on one like that. I just feel like a small plane is less safe. Yeah. I mean, like one that's open too. Right. Like, I, I would like, be like. I would have been like, no. You I would think a, I'd you, fall out. <laughs> I would do a helicopter before I did a small open plane. Gosh, a helicopter ride would be so great. But that, also in Bachelor Nation, if you get in a helicopter, then you're probably going to have to jump out of it. See, but also that's what I'm saying is like, I feel like they're giving us the vibe that they're traveling, even though they're not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, it's so, so much, weird. I mean, it's just so much nicer of an area. So it just, it feels like it's a nice change of pace, even though it's almost mm -hmm. exactly the same. It's because it's not desert everywhere. That's what's throwing me off. I just don't know. About there's it. trees. The thing that's like, throwing me off mm -hmm. is that there's trees and the plants are alive and not dying in the sun. But uh, they, the girls arrive for their date, and they all have ten minutes to change into wedding dresses because Franco is back. Oh my gosh! I feel like I just saw him. We did. What? We just Last saw him two week? weeks ago. We saw him for Tasha and Zach's one on one. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. But this yeah. was just the 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 wedding photos. I think were just a distraction from the real date, which was the capture the f heart date yeah which i was super confused by because right. like i've never played capture the flag where there's paint and i've also never played capture the flag where you tackle people right and you're literally just supposed those... to get the flag <laughs> right and I was, I was very confused by the whole date because it was paintball and capture the flag put together but then it's like tackle football yeah you're right None of it made sense. But back to the picture portion to the for a second. Did you see that Victoria basically forced Matt to kiss her? Oh, she like grabbed, man. She like, she, like, grabbed him by the back of the neck and, like, pulled her towards him. I'm that was, like, like, the most awkward thing. I'm just like, Victoria, he just sure doesn't like you. Like, he doesn't yeah. like you. It was the most awkward thing for sure. And the garter that yeah. she made him take off. <laughs> he did not want to take that off. No. There were girls in that group that he wanted to take the garter off. She did not. He did not want to take the garter off of her. No. I, he, he's like, I just, I really don't feel that way about you, but I had to keep you because Chris told me that I had to keep you. So I'm sorry. That, uh, honestly, though, that was so, that was honestly 
the most cringeworthy part of the episode. No, you know what? No. All of her ranting that she did back at the cabin and or whatever it was. No, this was way worse. Gosh, I don't know. The the her her photo date antics were so much worse. She's just disturbing to me. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't I just, do it. If I can't handle her for two hours the second episode, what in the world am I going to feel like next week? I can't wait to find out. No, I'm just going to... No, I can't. But they... Uh, so they, they, they get into teams mm-hmm. and then they're given sashes and then some of the girls cut the dress cut the dresses to make it easier to run. That made sense to me. That was completely... I'm just like, these girls are taking it seriously. Yeah. And then I realized how seriously they were taking it when I saw them full-on tackling each other in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, What's her name? Uh, Mari? Yeah, Mari. Mari was a boss. Mari got real serious. Katie yeah. was legit. Um, I think MJ played well too, didn't she? And by what we're saying, we mean the red team came to play. Yes. I'm not sure what the gold team was doing. Who knows? Nothing. Just camping. Just camping. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm just gonna say this for me. This is not the place for me to have my bachelor season because there's nothing I hate more than the woods. I like the woods. I'm cool with them. It just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to, well, like I can't even be used to anything because the season's still going to be different because the world is still different. So, but um, it is really interesting to see the juxtaposition of this compared to the last season. And I think also it's just the fact that the last season ended, what, two weeks ago? or something right so it's just it's we haven't had seasons this close that we barely had any time to even take in the fact that you know Tasha and zach are together like they're still doing their whole gallivanting around town like we get us getting to know them on social media as a couple thing right and now all of a sudden matt's the bachelor yeah so I mean, it's, it's just is, very strange this is what happens when you get no afr and a week off Honestly, though, I really wish that there had been an AFR. Just and then uh, Nick Vile. Could have been a Zoom one. Nick Vile did uh, an AFR with, not an AFR, was on a Nick Vile's podcast this past week, and he asked him about that. Mm-hmm. And he goes, we had just gotten done filming and editing two seasons back to back. And AFR would have been the 23rd of December, mm-hmm. and our people oh. were tired. And this season was cut and dry and clean. There was no reason. Like there was less reason. There was this was the season to least need an AFR. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I still like the no, amount I, of love that Tasha had, though. Like it would have been great to at least catch up no, with her for sure. But like I understand from his perspective, like these people had, the producers and the editors had worked. Since basically they started clear season in October, mm-hmm. they had worked nonstop for three months. Yeah, on two different seasons in two different places, and for two days before Christmas to be shooting something. Yeah, I guess. 
I know what I want, but I guess I should have sympathy and empathy for the cast and the crew. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Whatever. Just love <laughs> patience, Zach. So, uh, the, uh, the date ends and the red team wins. Mm-hmm. And the gold team, to my surprise, was sent back. But Mari got to come on the date, didn't she? Mari was on the red team. Was she? Yeah. I thought she was on the other team and he was like, because you're the MVP, you get to come. If if he said that, then I missed it because no one no one made a fuss about it. Yeah, I th- I thought Mari was on the red team, but maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But f- because like I just assumed she was because no one made a fuss about her being there. Yeah. If she was on the I, gold team, and I think I think the red team would have made a fuss that she was there. Yeah, but because she got the MVP award, but I don't I don't know. Because I remember thinking, I was like, oh, that's nice. They didn't complain. But maybe I was totally living in dreamland. And yeah, so maybe like I was probably wrong. But poor Katie, she really wanted that. Yeah. She really wanted it. They two of them cried. I'm just like, it's a little early to be crying. Super early to cry. But also, this is the second time Rachel has cried. Um, yeah. I think Rachel needs to go. I don't even... I barely remember Rachel. I thought I, I was going to like Rachel, and I'm not liking Rachel. Yeah, yeah. She can't you, cry you two times in two episodes. Yeah. Because she cried when he prayed, and they're like, are you religious? She goes, well, no. Like, well, then why are you crying? Right. Then why are you crying, girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get to cry about that. You don't get to cry about something that doesn't mean anything to you personally. Right. So, yeah. I There was a lot of crying in this episode, though, that I don't understand. Even, even later on, I noticed that Marilyn, which this proves Victoria's point about her crying, but when Marilyn talks, I'm like, are you about to cry right now? <laughs> Look, do I like Victoria? No. Do I want Marilyn around? Also, no. No. I don't want her <laughs> like, around. Honestly, every time she's talking, I'm like, are you going to break down any second? If 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 I was screwed up, if I was The Bachelor at night one and we have a conversation and that's how her voice sounds, she's mm-hmm. gone. It's, it's only about her eyes, too. I think they're I constantly filled with tears. I can't marry someone whose voice makes me cringe. And her voice makes me cringe. It's just very soft. It's very, I don't know. It's soft, I wanna, but it's I, soft and nasally. I want to root for her. I do, but mm, mm. no, the minute that he gave her that orchid, and we'll talk about it later, but I was like, is she going to cry now? What's, I, thought she, like, I definitely thought she was going to cry when she got the orchid. I'm uncomfortable. But they, uh, so we have the night portion of the group date. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was fine. He uh, talks to Lauren first, and she said that she wants a man of faith and somebody who wants to be themselves. And then because her her mom and her dad uh, have a, a good relationship, and they say that the reason that theirs is successful is because of their faith. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what she's looking for in a man. Yeah, and I like that he was like, I don't usually lead with this, so it's good that you told me. It's good that you said this and makes me more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. He'll remember that. He'll put that in his back pocket and remember it for later. 
And uh, then he talks to Jacinia, and she says that she's dealt with a lot of cheating, and that makes her not as trusting. And she's looking for someone like her parents, where they, where their family is their life. And then they kiss. And he was like, you never have to worry about that with me, which I did think was interesting early on saying something like that. Not that I think he's a cheater, but I was like, you also don't know her very well. Right. <laughs> but maybe he is like, hey, I never cheat, which is great. Great. It's a good but move. Good move, Matt. Don't be a cheater. Good, Yeah, good quality to have, when, especially when you're The Bachelor. Right. But, uh, and then, and then they, uh, we cut back to the house for a second and the last date card arrives for Sarah. Yay, Sarah. So I was, I was happy for Sarah. She's, I really liked her so far mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm hoping what you're saying about her doing it for attention is not true because I want Sarah to be nice. Well, I think Sarah is nice. I do think Sarah is nice. But like I said, she's been watching a lot of Bridgerton. And, you know, it's kind of Jane, Jane Austen-y. And, yeah. So I'm just very aware. Anytime a girl will faint, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Are you just trying to get that guy's hand in marriage? Quite literally, that's what The Bachelor is. <laughs> but uh, she, gets the, she gets the day card. She's pretty excited. No one else seems to be excited for her. Nope. Not at all. But that's okay. That's what weirdly, it was very, it was a weird vibe, but okay. I think that they just cut those faces in. I don't think that those were the faces that those people actually had. Why, though? Why? Why cut that in? Because to show, to like fake tension. Because you're, because it's bull crud. Because people were happy for Brie and she got her date. And then the next day, people are super unhappy. That Sarah got yeah. a date card? No. They just had to create tension. <laughs> the girls were probably like, okay, well, yeah. I mean, we've already gone on dates. Even though it sucked, uh, that's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. It's not our fault. Yeah, that, it's like, not your fault Sarah that our did. team was bad at capturing the heart with no rules and tackling. Gosh. Yeah. I had forgotten, though, the story with her dad. She told us a bit last week when um, it was in her... I didn't... I did too till they sat down for their dinner portion. Because mm-hmm. I said, was like, what's going on with her dad? Why is she being so weird? Right, right. And, and I'm just like, oh, her dad's super sick. And then I remembered yeah. that her dad was super sick. Yeah, yeah. But, I thought she had something else to reveal. And then I was like, oh, got it. We'll get there, but we have more to Victoria to talk about. It's true, it's true. So we come back and Matt and Victoria are talking. And Victoria shares that she has lots of insecurities. Like... <sighs> That she's not as pretty and that she looks fat. And I would say you're you're definitely not the prettiest, Victoria. But also your attitude and everything about you as a person sucks. It is the worst. Like you That's can, what makes her not pretty is her attitude. I mean, but also the lack of prettiness, but mostly the attitude. Because <laughs> like a, a pretty girl can be a bad person and she's a bad person. And then an ugly girl can have a good attitude. And be pretty because because she's a nice person. But she's not that attractive and also mean. Mm-hmm. And that's literally like the he, worst. That's that's the worst of both worlds. She is not making it easier on herself by handling this the way that she is. I think what happened was she showed up and when she walked in realized that she was not the prettiest. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's now trying to 
I don't know. Like, I don't know what her, what her goal is, is to maybe her goal is to make everyone quit. And that's what she's saying. Her goal is that everyone should just go home if they don't want this time with Matt. It's like, she's trying to make it seem like nobody wants to, if you're, if you don't, it's like, she's trying to make it seem like she's encouraging everyone to get their shot, but yet she doesn't want them to have their shot. So she like sabotages it. I don't know. It's a very weird thing that's happening. I don't understand it. I haven't really pinpointed the strategy because the strategy is chaos. But not even like, but like normally in a chaotic season, like the, I would think in a chaotic season, the person the lead is most attracted to would win. Mm -hmm. But if anything, she needs to be driving certain people away and she's targeting someone who's not posing any kind of threat. That's what's weird. Like Marilyn, Marilyn is clearly not a threat. But she thinks she is. But why? And that's why she lost her mind when she got that orchid. She think probably also because she because she's pretty and because she was her roommate and probably because Marilyn is nice, you know. Uh, we might not like the sound of her voice or the fact that she perpetually has tears in her eyes, but she's probably nice. It sounds like everybody in the house is like, what? Marilyn's not going to talk about somebody like that. You know, they've only known Marilyn for like, what, 48 hours or whatever. But they're like, mm, do you see how many girls were willing to like back her up? Yeah. So I think that Marilyn is nice and she's pretty. And Victoria is like, the she's like every Disney villain. She just can't handle it. So she's losing but her like, mind. But like there's obvious there's a very obvious top dog and she doesn't even seem to be giving the top dog any attention. And that just doesn't make sense to me. She doesn't think of her as the top dog. Abigail's the top dog. She doesn't think of her as that. That's not even that's not even possible. It's just not possible. Probably, probably first, because she's deaf and Sarah is probably like whatever. The first impression <laughs> Sarah, rose. Victoria. The first impression rose is the top dog until that top dog is dethroned, mm-hmm. and it's been two days. So clearly, mm-hmm. someone couldn't. And if anything, it should be the first impression rose, or the first one-on-one. I told you, Victoria's strategy is chaos. It doesn't make sense. But it's chaos on the bottom. It's chaos, but she is just—it's her own thing, though. She's like, I can't stand you if you're pretty. I can't stand you if you're nice. And I think that you were trying to, and plus she roomed with her. I think that's it too. Like she's just like, oh my gosh, she's pretty and she's nice and I can't stand her. That's what's happening. Just, you guys, are, you guys are hearing me physically working through the strategy and knowing that in my, in my heart of hearts, it does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because this is what happens in girl worlds, though, unfortunately. It's terrible, and but it's super but like common. My, I guess, this, is this a guy thing that the top dog is the person you go after? I think so. Like, for girls, it's often, you like, I don't go after people, but, like, it's often whoever is deemed, like, pretty and nice. And is if you are fun, you know, if you if that person is like all of the things that someone is jealous of, which she's already talked about her insecurities. So she's probably by default jealous of anybody that's getting attention. If she sees that person who is pretty and nice and semi fun, I don't even know if Marilyn's fun, but I guess she's, maybe she's pretty and she's nice. So therefore, if she slept in a bed next to her or in the same room, she's probably like, I'm going to kill her. 
just, so that's what happens in girl world. Have you seen Mean Girls? That's what happens. Okay, if it was, if this was the season of The Bachelorette, and said Abigail and said Brie were getting the attention, much like in Claire's season, who do they all go after? Dale. Yeah. They hated Dale because Dale was winning. But they didn't be, hate would, Dale. Like they didn't if, hate Dale, though. But it, okay, but in this situation, it'd be like if they started going after, uh, I don't know, they just started going after Zach for no reason. Uh-huh. Like, what? Where Where did this come from? Why are we hating Zach? Zach's not going in Claire's season. Right. But notice, though, even with Dale, Dale was able to take it because Dale was like, I understand. This is pretty This is pretty weird and random, and I'm, I should get a lot of heat for this because I'm going to make it out with her. I'm staying with her for an hour. It was disrespectful. With the guys, I think it was a disrespect. Thing. Well, they also, they also knew he was the threat. They knew he was the threat, but I think it was more so of, like, it was disrespectful. It was a waste of their time. Claire was blatantly wasting their time. With this, it's like a, it's just a, you are a threat to me personally because you're the exact opposite of me. Therefore, I'm going to take you down. I've been through it. It's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Okay. Oh, Victoria, (laughs) I just, I just don't get it. (laughs) But Follow uh, me for more tips in, in girl world. Uh, they head back to the room. Matt grabs the rose and asks if he can speak to Lauren again. Mm-hmm. And Victoria was shocked and she did not get the rose. She opened up so much. I just. She all she, did, all she did was say, I know I'm not the prettiest. That was that was her opening up so much. Was telling him, I know I'm not the prettiest. Gosh. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And uh, let's just let's just move on. <laughs> and um, we're we're gonna come back to we'll we'll get back to Victoria. Uh, then we see the uh, the next day the uh, next one on one start. Sarah meets up with Matt, and they're gonna go fly in a plane. And Sarah comments that she thinks that's the first plane that was ever built. <laughs> which I thought it was, looked like it. Yeah, I feel like it's probably not that much different. No. I think I think that probably was. But uh, they uh, they go and they take a flight over, I guess, over the resort and like the surrounding area. But they're trying to fool us into thinking they're traveling again. And if you're not careful and you do a load of laundry and you get semi distracted like myself, you feel like they're traveling again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I thought like they were traveling already, because like it was. But I get what you mean, because, like, they didn't... It's not a mansion date. Right. Yeah. They're no longer just, like, staying in one place. Well, they did stay in one place. They just stayed in that place in the air. Well, yeah. I don't know. But it, it did feel different. Mm-hmm. They didn't find any planes in La Quinta. Nope. Sure didn't. I think it's because if you got if you left if you left the ground in La Quinta, then your plane would just melt away. <laughs> you flew too close to the sun. Oh, if you're like, I could feel the sympathy heat for them. Yeah. Uh, if you go more than like 20 feet in the air, you're like Icarus. You're gonna melt away in the sun. <laughs> but uh, they they go fly for a while, and then they go sit by a campfire and talk. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, nice. Yeah. I liked the state. 
they uh, they talk about their. She he asked her about her family, and she says that her mom and her sister were super supportive. Mm-hmm. And she asked about her dad. He asked about her dad, and she just says that her dad's great. I'm just like that's not. Like, oh yeah. That's yeah, not really. That wasn't really the question. Mm-hmm. That was when I, like I said, I had forgotten what the story was there. Yeah. So when she was super cagey like that, mm-hmm. I was immediately like, "What's happening with her dad?" Right. With uh, her dad. Yeah, and he lets us know that he's looking to. He he's trying to find his emergency contact. Just a person that's always there for him when he needs something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really great way to put it. That is. Yeah. I really, really liked that analogy. Okay. How much you want to bet that Tyler C is his current current emergency contact? Oh, probably. As his roommate and yeah. his best friend. It makes sense to put your roommate down as your, your literal emergency contact. Yeah. Because at first I'm just like, it's probably his mom. Just like, But his mom doesn't necessarily live where he lives. Mm-hmm. So if his mom lives back in North Carolina, then obviously it's Tyler. Yeah. The only person that lives. No, I, I really did love that though. The, the way he put that. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, isn't that what we're all searching for is our emergency contact. Like that's totally, that makes sense. That would be a great, a great romantic sitcom. Emergency, emergency contact. contact. Yeah. <laughs> Where you just, like, it's a story of someone's dating journey as they try to figure out their person. But, like, oh, oh, get this. Okay, this is just, they're a paramedic. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got you now. Paramedic trying to find their emergency contact. Because they Uh. see every day people getting sick, people getting hurt. Call an emergency contact for loved ones. But he doesn't have an emergency contact. Oh, wah, wah. and then the spinoff is about a girl who's looking for her emergency contact. And or, sometimes there's a crossover. <laughs> or it's a Monday series and a Tuesday series. And at the very end, the series combine into one series. For oh the my final, gosh, the like CSI season. Miami and CSI New York and CSI Las Vegas. Or NCIS <laughs> Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans and regular NCIS. It's all. Oh my gosh. So the, there's like two or three seasons where they're like tr- both trying to find each other's love and they keep almost overcrossing because like maybe she's a nurse at a local maybe, hospital. Same maybe idea. Maybe she's a doctor. Yeah, but that's, that's fine too. I don't really care. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the job she, I was just thinking a medical profession job. Yeah. <laughs> so like they're like their paths almost cross and the final season they do and then they combine the series into emergency contact and then, boom, that's the final season of the series. That's it. Or they could just do something like The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah, that could just be call it emergency contact and just keep putting the lead in danger each week. <laughs> and seeing who will be there for them. Be... <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get to the dinner portion uh, of their date. And uh, Matt's like, yeah, I want to keep pushing this dad thing. Because I need <laughs> answers. Right. I was I was impressed that he was just like, okay, well, you were dodging my question earlier, and I kind of need to know answers. Yeah, he was like, I need Sarah to open up. I like her, but if she doesn't open up, like, that's what I'm here for. I was like, oh, okay, whoa, Matt. No, but I liked it. Like, there was intentionality with his mm-hmm. actions. He goes... He does have a certain level of intentionality, for sure. And that's what I think I like about him most as a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, I am here to find love. 
and if they're not, and I feel, I feel like that was the same thing he was doing with the prayer the week, the first mm-hmm. week. If you're not, if you don't want to hear me pray, then leave. Like this isn't, I'm not finding a business partner here. I'm finding a wife. Mm-hmm. So if you're not yeah. comfortable with me praying, then we're not a match and you might as well leave now. Yeah. He's really putting him, he's putting his authentic self out there. So yeah. as he should. But uh, he, he's like, okay, so let's talk more about your dad. And then she's like, well, this is, I mean, I'm a very private person. And this is really hard for me to talk about. But uh, then she says that her dad got diagnosed with ALS when she was 19. And then she goes on to explain what ALS is. So it's a uh, body degenerative disorder where eventually, like, your brain is fully functioning, but the rest of your body slowly shuts down. Yeah, and she brought up the fact that Stephen Hawking had it. Um, he surpassed all expectations because he lived, I, I forgot what the the lifespan usually is, but she he, said two to five years. he survived well into his, what was it, 80s or 70s? She said that normally people who have it last two to five years past diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and she Stephen said her Hawking, dad has, has had it for five years. So he's clearly. Stephen Hawking died. He was 76. Yeah. And how long had he, how long had he had ALS? Does it say? Um, he, I know he got it when he was fairly young because I remember I saw the movie, the theory of everything. And it was pretty great. Um, uh, hmm. When was he diagnosed? But we'll we'll keep going while you figure that out. Uh, and she said that she had her job after college. She was a TV news broadcaster and uh, anchor. Mm-hmm. And then after her dad started getting worse, she quit her job and moved back to San Diego to help him out. And yeah. she uh, she helped him to, you know, she was helping bathe him and feed him and brush his teeth and get him ready dressed for the day. And she was just saying how she relied on him when she was younger because her mom was a teacher and then she would do, he would do her hair and take her to school. Yeah. And it was just kind of a repaying of all those, all the nice things that he did for her as she was growing up. Yeah. Um, update. Stephen Hawking was diagnosed in his early twenties. Oh wow. So he had it for, he had it for a long time. He had it for like 55 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So but um, but yeah, I really did appreciate hearing Sarah's story, though. And I think you said this earlier, or maybe it was when we were before we were recording. But um, you were saying that Sarah seems like she has—I mean, she clearly has a lot going on. So if she doesn't see herself with Matt seriously. She might just take herself out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I see. Uh... I'm predicting the future of late exit, late chosen exit. Like, like four, five, six people left. Mm, she's saying that she doesn't see, that. see she yeah. doesn't see the connection, and mm-hmm. she needs to be with her dad. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. But it was it was it was a very good date. They had a really good conversation. Uh, he said that he relies on his faith through adversity, and he'll be praying for him. And she says how much she struggles to come here knowing that her dad needs her. And it was just, it was a good, and then uh, I thought this was a great question. He said, what can I do to show you that I can be the person for you? 
He, yeah, his questions, like, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What? I think the expectations have been so low for bachelors for several years. This is why he's blowing my mind with him being a grown up. (laughs) Because he's not Peter or Colton. Yeah. Or even Ari. Oh, gosh. Ari. I forgot all about him. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up and give you those wrong. Give you those raw feelings. I've forgiven him. He's happy. And plus, I think he's having twins he now. Is. So Yes, he's, he's having twins. They're very happy together. Good for them. Uh, and then she says, just be his real self and, you know, be honest and vulnerable with me. And then we can just see whether or not this can go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then she gives him, he gives her the rose and they make out in the pool. Of course, as one does after having a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. And then that's how that part ends. And then we start uh, a very confusing cocktail party. Oh, gosh. This thing was all over the place. Yeah. Uh, the girls all show up. And the, they're, a lot of the girls are on edge, especially the ones who didn't get dates and really even the ones on the gold team of the group date. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't really get a whole lot of time with Matt. No. So already they're going into it a little um, angsty. Yeah. They're anxious about it. They're like, I want to get this time. I've been cooped up with these girls. I just want to see him. Yes. And it seems to be going success successfully at first. Yeah. Uh, he has a conversation with Abigail. Uh, continue to love her. She's amazing. Yeah, she, I was glad to see them back together again. And uh, they talk about their little sign for when when they're thinking about each other. And they're like, it's kind of like blowing you a kiss, but I can't because there's everyone, everybody around. Yeah. And did you notice that she did the sign when she got the rose? No, I didn't. When when he called her up to give her the rose, he uh, she played with her earring. Did she? Yes. I didn't see that. Yes. Aww. But uh, he says that it's super easy and the conversation really flows with with Abigail, so that's that's mm-hmm. usually a good sign. And uh, he talks with a few others. I only got uh, he talked to Kit, and he talked to Maggie, and a few others. I didn't get. I mean, for whatever reason, they weren't giving names. No. So I was just and doing my best. We still to do don't know them place. very well, and I think that this is Baptist Nation just being like, yeah, well, whatever. He talked to the girls. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if they're, there used to be like, every time someone was on the screen for the first few weeks, they got their names. It was their and name, then, age, and occupation. Yeah. Name, age, and, and occupation. And now it's just like, if you're important to the scene, mm-hmm. then you get your name and age and occupation. Yeah. If you're not, then then you're just whatever. And even if it's. As a, as a result, though, I still don't know anybody's name. I mean, I'm I do, working, but I don't. I'm working really hard. The names, the, some of the names are coming to me better than others. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, there's like a whole group of like slightly pale to like a little bit darker skin brunettes. Mm-hmm. And those are all meshing together. Yes. Like uh, Alana, Rachel, like that group that all look like kind of similar, longer, dark hair, white. I couldn't pick them out. I no. couldn't I couldn't tell you which one is which. Nope. 
So other, and then oddly enough, the blondes. There's not as many blondes this season. Oh yeah, there's MJ and Sarah, and uh, Kit. Oh yeah, Kit. Yeah. And uh, Ileana and Anna, but like it just feels like there's less blondes. Mm-hmm. That's true. There are. So there's a lot of brunettes though. Yeah, and this is when uh, Matt has his first conversation with Marilyn. She's mm-hmm. like, she says that she's had a hard week because she doesn't really feel like he wants her around. I'm like, it's literally been like two days. Like may- maybe four days, maybe. Maybe two hours. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows how long it's been. But, uh, oh, but Marilyn though. Yeah. <laughs> she is, uh, she's annoying. Her voice, her I voice just... is annoying. I just don't want her to be taken out by Victoria. I want them to take out each other. I want them to be each other's collateral damage. But I couldn't handle a two-on-one with them. Oh, no, that'd be awful. Mm -hmm. I don't think either of them will make it long enough for a two-on-one. But you did predict a two-on-one with Victoria. Yeah, but I feel like she is flying too close to the sun too quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. She's gonna burn second up. time this episode you've used that analogy. I know it was, it was just right there. I had to do it. I think, <laughs> I think she's burning way too hot, way too quickly. Mm-hmm. We'll see, but he's like, like with, I said, with taken normal, away from it. With normal villains, it's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. This escalated just, too quickly. There's no reason she should be who she is right now. No reason, but uh, Marilyn, uh, she's nervous. And she she's a little feels a little better when good old Matt gives her an orchid, which is her favorite flower. Mm, of course, I was like, I'm, does he he remember that? When did they even talk? <laughs> <laughs> well, they talked the first episode. We didn't see it, right? That's why I was like, wait, what? She's like, oh, you remember it's my favorite flower. Oh, oh my goodness! Thanks so much for my flower. But. Uh. Uh, uh, but he said he was thinking about her. He just wanted her to know that even though he hadn't talked to her, he wanted her to know that he had been thinking about her. So, yeah, cute. Sure. Uh, she goes back and talks to the other girls about how Matt gave her a flower, and Victoria decides that this is the final straw. Because I told you she's jealous. It doesn't matter that, like, it doesn't matter that Marilyn does not have any sort of lead at but all. But it should. But it to should her, matter. she's pretty, she's nice, and she has a soft voice. So she's like, get her out of here. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. It's I just, like, yeah. It's just, like I said, it makes sense in girl world. It doesn't, but it still doesn't. It's a terrible thing that makes too much sense. What is that saying where it's just like wolves don't concern themselves with the matters of sheep? Mm-hmm. That they're both sheep. Right. There's pl- there's plenty of sense. wolves that that sheep should be going after. Mm-hmm. But she will go after anybody that she that makes her feel insecure. And Marilyn is a blatant reminder of her insecurities. Okay. I just... Okay. And he gave her an organ, so the world just exploded. Clearly. <laughs> So Matt Matt goes and talks to Victoria, and Victoria says that she cries and is manipulative. I do see her crying, but I don't know if the crying is manipulative. I think I she's just emotionally her. unstable. 
I don't even know if she's emotionally unstable. I just think that it's her reaction to things. It just seems like it's her. Yeah. And no, that's I, I get annoying. that. I get that. But uh, so she she tells Matt that she is toxic, and that she made her go sleep on the on the couch. Oh my goodness. And then Matt is very concerned and confused because Marilyn is not a terrible person. And he's very confused by this statement. Matt, it's too early for Matt to be that dumb. But I also it's don't... too early for Matt to be that gullible. I'm just saying this episode feels like an episode three or four. It's all too early for this. The Bachelor becomes dumb and three or four episodes, not one. Okay, but who is... Who is one of Matt's clo- Matt's closest friends? Tyler. And Tyler's ex. Who? Hannah. Tyler's ex, Hannah. Oh, well, okay. And who went an entire season watching a girl's red, f- a guy's red flags come up over and over yeah. and over again, and she ignored them every time until it was too late? You're right. You're right. She let, she let Luke pee on every episode. Be a walking red flag. Some mistakes for sure. So and he's probably just terrified that Marilyn's. Is. He's probably just terrified that Marilyn's actually a bad person. He just doesn't know it. I think my razor just fell down in the shower. Okay, <laughs> but uh, he, he. So he he's very confer- concerned and confused, and he goes and he grabs Marilyn to talk again. Mm-hmm. And everyone's confused why he's talking to Marilyn again. And even she's confused while she's talking to him again. And Gosh. then Victoria comes over and she joins a group of girls, uh, including the only name I have down is MJ. Mm-hmm. And she tells them what she told Matt, that Marilyn is toxic and that she manipulates her. MJ's like, I don't, I don't see her doing that. No. And Victoria's like, I didn't either till she did it. It's so insane watching Victoria. Yeah. It's so insane. So then uh, Victoria walks away and the girls are like, Marilyn would not do that. No. And apparently word spread around quickly of what Victoria said because there's all of a sudden groups of girls gathered around saying, I don't think Marilyn did that thing that she, that he said she did, that she said he did. Nope. Not at all. So then uh, Matt talks to Marilyn again, and she she's very she's even she seems confused mm-hmm. by the accusations. But she remained calm. She goes, "I'm not usually someone who gets into drama," which I see that because I feel like she's too sensitive for drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. She just seems very sensitive. Yeah, I feel like she is not made for the rigors of the Bachelorette or the, for no. the Bachelor. But we'll see. We'll see. But no. She could prove us wrong. But I don't no. even think she's made for the rigors of Bachelor in Paradise. And that's a much calmer situation. Or she could just be like Sydney and just kind of coast. But Sydney didn't leave there with anything. You're right. Gosh, Sydney was so boring. Sorry, girl. <laughs> so boring, though. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, I just got a flashback of that, and I was like, there's just nothing. <laughs> there's no it, personality there. Do you remember when her and Mike dated for, like, two episodes? 
Yeah. And I was like, why though? And he just left. He's like, okay, I'm just gonna go home. He's like, all right, peace out. <laughs> I'm just gonna get out of here. Oh gosh. I came in with such high hopes for Matt for Mike, and he was just nothing. It's because he he relegated himself to Sydney, and then that was it. Yeah. Because Sydney was boring, and there was no storyline there. So they were like, okay, so Mike's here, but great. Yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, he, but then she's she's very confused, and she says, "Look, I I didn't do those things that she said that I did." Mm-hmm. And Matt says, "Okay, well, this is just as she said. She said." And uh, it was just really unfortunate. And then Marilyn decides that she's going to have a conversation with Victoria. Which is a very grown-up move. Yes. But Victoria could not be bothered to... Like, she wanted to have the conversation in front of people. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like... Kit's like, all right, well, we're just going to give you guys a minute to talk. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to walk away. Then made a big deal out of her wanting to sit next to her on the couch. Be like, what, 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 do you think Marilyn's going to jump at you and choke you? Like, what's... That's what was ridiculous. Her framing of this entire thing. She was making up the vibe of that conversation. Yeah. Marilyn was just trying to have a conversation with this girl. Mm-hmm. And then when she says, it's it's really loud in here. Do you mind if I sit there? And she's like, no, I don't, I don't want you sitting by me. I don't want to sit next to you. I'm just like, okay, look, you're just... And then poor Marilyn is only like a couple words in and is apologizing. And then she's like, if it didn't happen, why are you apologizing? I'm done talking to you. <laughs> oh... It's exhausting even thinking about it. And then all the girls are very frustrated because it's taken away time from everyone else for Mm -hmm. Matt to be dealing with Marilyn a second time. And then a couple girls express this frustration with Victoria when they're all gathered before the rose ceremony starts. And they're like, Mm -hmm. that that didn't need to be handled tonight. Nope. And she was like, well, if you were dating someone, wouldn't you want to tell them what's going on? And she goes, and they're like, not right now. Like, handle your own stuff. Handle your your stuff in your time. Mm-hmm. But this is everyone's time. And just like, you don't, like, I don't fight with my wife at a party. Mm-hmm. Because parties are, that's an awkward time to fight with someone because you're with other people. Right. So. Ergo, don't do it at this cocktail party. It's so exhausting, the fact that she did that. Yeah. I can't imagine. If I feel exhausted while watching the entire overview of her, I can't imagine the level of exhaustion I would feel if I was a part of it. Yeah. And she, based on the preview, it seems like she goes after Katie next week, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only, unfortunately, we only have a few roses given out this week as we start the rose ceremony. And then uh, you're... you're Suggested shenanigans ensue. Yep. We have roses. This was, I thought this was important. (laughs) I thought this was important. Someone who got a middle rose last week got the first rose this week. Oh, that's right. Piper. Piper got the first rose. I like Piper. Piper's very pretty. I can't tell you what she looks like. I still don't remember any of these girls. Piper's, take my word for it. Piper's pretty. Okay. Uh, we gave roses for Piper and then Kit, who also got a middle rose last time. We got the second rose this Yay, time. Yay, Kit! Maggie, Rachel, and then Abigail, who, as I mentioned before and commented here, she played with her earring. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Yesenia, Chelsea, Katie, and Serena C. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then either of the Serena's, I can't tell you what they look like nope. either. <laughs> I, no, none whatsoever. Uh, then Sarah, who apparently is just overwhelmed by this whole situation. So overwhelmed by everything. Uh, she almost faints. And then someone uh, helps her down. Mm-hmm. And they start to walk away. And they're like, just have a seat. And she just kind of like collapses on the ground. Mm-hmm. Matt is very concerned, comes over. And it's like, what's going on? She goes, I'm seeing stars. And then she supposedly starts to black out. Mm-hmm. And then to be continued. Why did we have to be continued on a blackout? But come on. Yeah, I don't know either. It was. Yeah, I think that they were just like, I don't think anything's really going to happen. So they decided that they might as well just uh, pretend like something did happen. That was the lamest thing to to be continued on, though. What is she going to do? Die next week? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. So come on. We know how it's going to end. She's just going to be like, oh, he's probably going to get her a drink of water. And they're going to fan her. And then she'll be okay. He'll help her stand up. She'll finish the cocktail party. She's already gotten a rose. So she's fine. Right. Yeah. They couldn't even have to be continued on, you know, who would get the rose. Um, would it be Victoria or Marilyn? Couldn't have been that. No, it had to be a random kind of sort of faint. Right. So, so ridiculous. It was, uh, it was unfortunate. And it was just kind of kind of a lame way to end the episode. Because we sh- mm-hmm. we could have had less time spent on the group date. And just finish the rose ceremony. Yep. So I don't know. I was here for episode one. Episode two, it didn't really win me this week. Not gonna lie, if I was rating it, I would give it a good solid seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it was a good episode, but not anything special. Mm-mm. So hopefully they don't continue on that trend. So, uh, that was all for this week. Next week, another revelation from Rob Mills interview with Nick, Rob Mills being on Nick Vile's podcast. It seems like the new girls that will be entering will be late next week, early the third, early week four. Oh gosh. So it looks like they're going to be introduced starting next week and then maybe the last of them. I don't understand. What are their purpose? What's their purpose? I think the purpose is they can't travel, so they have to add things to make it interesting. I don't know. We can't travel, so instead of adding, instead of traveling and being around a bunch of people, we're just going to add a bunch of new people here. Yes. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. It only made sense for Tasha because she had a crop of guys that weren't hers originally. Yes. It doesn't make sense here when you have a record number of women already. We also don't know how many are coming. It may be like three. It doesn't matter. Why are we adding to them? I don't know. (laughs) Also, fun fact. There was a used condom that was found at the Bachelorette Resort in a tree. I I, I read that too. (laughs) That's pretty gross. So that's the only news and note that I have. News and notes. (laughs) (laughs) No other news and notes. (laughs) Uh, so that's it uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod you can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons uh, we would like to recommend that you again please rate and review 
Yes. I haven't had a chance to send this to you, Ernie. I keep forgetting to. We did get a comment on Damn. our. Uh, we are also. You can follow us on Podbean. Uh-huh. If Podbean is where you find us, then you can find this comment left on January 6th that said, The Bachelor Goat Sean Lowe. It was on the Bachelor Goat Sean Lowe episode. I don't know why they're just not listening to this episode, but thank you. Hey, you know, cool. We accept that. Uh, it says, to speak on Batch Nation, they should get hosts who are more knowledgeable about the icons. Sean and Catherine Lowe of the franchise. So not great. Okay. Did we not say that I, I told y'all, why am I yelling? <laughs> I stopped watching for a bit. Jeez. Brennan's new. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that was a comment that was left on our podcast. But we still have four stars on iTunes. Great. <laughs> so I, I just thanks, thanks whoever you are. If you left that comment, uh, I'm sorry. I am newer to the franchise, and my friend took a break, so you can keep listening that. or not. Go back to our go go back to our old episode, our first episode. We go over that. <laughs> So that was, uh, I just kept forgetting. I just kept meaning to screen that shot and send that to you. So I thought I'd just do, I thought I'd give you your raw reaction over the air. Love, love, love it. Love it. So that was my reaction. It's like, whatever. But thanks for the comments. Thanks thanks for comments. Just leave positive ones. Like they're great. (laughs) I love them. Brendan sounds handsome. Things like that. Yeah. But you can, you can rate, review and subscribe on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, the rate, review, and subscribe, I think, works best on iTunes. And because uh, if you let, because if the more you rate and review, then we will jump up in the Bachelor charts, which I don't think we're even on a chart, probably. We will be. We will be. Give it time. Uh, anything else from you? Nope, that's it. Just get Victoria off my TV screen. Yes, Thanks, hopefully we'll bye. get. Hopefully we'll get Victoria off. Next week, or God forbid, the week after that. Fingers crossed. Yes. All right. Until next week, everyone. Uh, we will see you later. Bye, guys.